Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew speaks on the incarnation of Jesus Christ, with this sermon entitled, Today for Us is Born the Savior, preached December the 25th, 2011. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Luke chapter 2, verse 1. The greatest miracle that took place in history was the incarnation of Jesus Christ, God's Son, the Savior of the world. In this church, we baptize no one without expressing faith in the virgin-born Christ. What is incarnation? My late professor John Murray says this the incarnation means that he who never began to be in his specific identity as son of God began to be what he eternally was not the infinite became the finite the immutable became the mutable, the invisible became the visible, the sustainer of all became dependent, the almighty infirm. In some, God became man. He says this incarnation means the conjunction in one person of all that belongs to Godhead and all that belongs to manhood. Professor J. Oliver Buswell Jr. says, the virgin birth was a special miracle wrought by the third person of the Trinity whereby the second person of the Trinity Eternal Son of God took to himself a genuine and complete human nature and was born as a man without surrendering in any way his complete divine nature. Adam came to exist without a human father and mother. Eve came to be without a human mother. Jesus without a human father. All the rest of humanity came to be with a father and a mother. All humans exist of course because of God. Holy Spirit begat and Mary conceived without the agency of a man. This virginal conception of Jesus Christ was miraculous in three ways, according to Professor John Murray. First, supernatural begetting. Mary conceived without the aid of a man, 
Jesus was begotten by the Holy Spirit. It is the absence of human begetting that made this birth a virgin birth. Second, supernatural person. This baby to be born was a supernatural person. The Bible is not speaking about a mere baby supernaturally begotten. The eternal son of God through supernatural begetting took upon himself human nature. This baby is God, man, theos, anthropos. Third, supernatural preservation. The child was called holy son of God. He and he alone was born sinless unlike us and unlike Mary herself. As Dr. Martin Lord Jones says, what is taught in scripture is not that Mary had been either born or made sinless, but that portion of Mary, that cell out of Mary that was to be developed into the body of the Son of God was cleansed from sin. And it is to this cell cleansed from sin that the Son of God was joined. Jesus was preserved from corruption to birth from sin that would otherwise have proceeded from his human mother. The teenager Mary of Nazareth was a virgin like Rebecca, whom God chose for the son of promise, Isaac. She was betrothed to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit's action. After the appearance of angel Gabriel and before she visited Elizabeth, her relative, she reported this fact of conception to Joseph. But the angel directed Joseph to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Joseph obeyed what he was told and he had no union with her until she gave birth to her firstborn son, Jesus. The angel Gabriel appeared, as you know, to Zechariah, Mary, Joseph, and to the shepherds. And what was their reaction? They were all afraid. They were all sinners. Sinners fear God's judgment because the wages of sin is death. But they all were told by the angel not to be afraid. The baby to be born is their Lord and Savior. He would sacrifice himself to make atonement for their sins. Instead of great fear, these would rejoice with great joy. The angel brought them good news of great joy. 
friends, Jesus brings us the joy of salvation. Fear not, Mary. You are the graced one. You have received grace. You have found grace with God. God is with you. The antidote to the curse that we merited is the grace of God. But they were promised. Adam and Eve were afraid because they sinned. But they were promised a savior, the seed of the woman who would crush the head of the serpent, the devil. Who are come to Cosmo, the prince of this world. The son of Mary, the prince of peace will conquer and defeat the God of this world. The enemy of all good and grant God's people eternal peace and joy. His people shall find grace and will be saved by grace and rejoice because of grace. Charis gives kara, that is grace gives us joy. Great and unending joy, sir. Grace of God in Jesus Christ takes away all our fears and makes us rejoice always, even in tribulations. In the fullness of time, Jesus was born during the reign of Caesar Augustus. Micah the prophet predicted that Jesus was to be born in Bethlehem, the city of David. God caused Caesar Augustus to issue a taxing decree so that Joseph and Mary would go to Bethlehem. God, friends, is the Lord of history. So Joseph traveled to Bethlehem with pregnant Mary But no room they could find to stay in Bethlehem. And Jesus was born and Mary wrapped the infant with strips of used clothes to keep his body warm and secure. She laid him in a stone cattle manger, not in a golden cradle. He would say later... Foxes have holes and birds have nests. But the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Jesus was truly homeless. He is always borrowing, though he was the creator of all, the owner of all. He borrowed the virgin's womb and after his death he would borrow also the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea. Yes, Jesus was born in a stable. Luke emphasizes this fact by making reference to the manger three times. Luke 2, 7 and 12 and 16. In Luke 12, 
he says this will be a sign to you you will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger no other king when born was ever laid in a manger king jesus alone was everybody ought to know who this jesus is every sinner ought to know every sinner here this morning ought to know who jesus is every sinner must know him and surrender to him to be saved he brings to us the gospel the good news of great joy do you know jesus christ who he is and what he has done for you this newborn alone can solve our great sin problem our death problem our judgment problem Jesus Christ was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news who proclaim peace who bring good tidings who proclaim salvation who say desire your god reigns the king jesus has come to preach good news to the poor he has come to bind up the broken hearted to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners to proclaim the year of the lord's favor he calls you and calls me come unto me all who are weary and heavy laden and i will give you rest christ has broken our yoke of slavery the equipment of war has been destroyed so says isaiah in chapter 9 of his prophecy all because to us a child is born to us a son is given to us means for our salvation hebrews writer tells us since the children have flesh and blood jesus too shared in their humanity that means god became man so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death that is the devil and free those all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death do you fear death sir it's coming to you by his death jesus christ destroyed our death and gives us eternal life who is this jesus he is emmanuel he is god with us the virgin son is called emmanuel john writes the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory he is very god and very man not a philosopher he came to us in jesus christ 
to save us miserable captives of sin. God is with us. God is in us. The transcendent has become immanent in Jesus Christ. Who is he? He is Savior. The only Savior of all elect sinners. Jews, Muslims, Hindus, Christians, atheists. He alone saves all who surrender to him. Repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and he will save you. No one will be saved without faith in this Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. Isaiah the prophet says, truly you are a God who hides himself. O God and Savior of Israel. And there is no God apart from me, a righteous God and a Savior. Turn to me, everyone, and be saved, for I am God and there is no other. Hear the angels' words to the shepherds. Today is born in the city of David a Savior. God alone saves. And yet Jesus saves. Therefore, Jesus is God, the Savior. Who is he? He is Jesus, independently angel told to Joseph and to Mary to name the infant of Mary Jesus. That is Joshua, which means the Lord is salvation. For he will save his people from their sins, from all their sins. All other saviors are frauds. Jesus alone saves us from, not in, from all our sins. He sets us free from slavery to sin and death. Who is he? He is Christos. He is Christ. He is the Messiah. He is the spirit anointed deliverer. He alone is competent to save. Spirit of the Lord rests on him. Spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, power, knowledge and the fear of the Lord. He alone is the anointed prophet, priest and king. He teaches us he in his sinless body atones our sins and he rules us as king of kings and lord of lords. Second Samuel chapter 7 speaks about the eternal kingship of Jesus Christ. God gives to him the throne of David and he will reign forever and ever and ever. He is the stone that came down and destroyed all kingdoms of the earth. But it grew itself into that which filled the earth. He is the son of man. 
to whom all authority in heaven and on earth is given. As we read in Daniel 7, 13 and 14. Who is he? He is Lord Kurios. He is the Yahweh of the Old Testament. He is the eternal I am. Yahweh is translated by the word kurios in the Greek translation of the Hebrew Old Testament called the Septuagint. Jesus is kurios. In the New Testament, kurios is applied to Jesus. This means New Testament writers understood Jesus was none other than Yahweh. Jesus is God. As God, he has come in Jesus to save his people. He does not beg. As God, he commands all people everywhere to repent and believe on him. In the Gospels, the term Savior appears only two times. Luke 2.11 and John 4 and verse 42 where we read he's the savior of the world. Mary gave birth to Jesus, her savior and Lord. The baby lying in the manger is God and savior. He demands no sympathy, but total surrender of all. He's wrapped in flesh, Wrapped in rags, he'll be wrapped in grave clothes, and he'll be wrapped in great glory by the time he leaves this world back to heaven. And in great glory, he will come again to judge the living and the dead. Who is he? Wonderful counselor, Peleoyets in Hebrew. This Jesus is wonder. He is deity. He is counselor. This king needs no counsel from us to do his job. He gives counsel to us. The whole Bible is his counsel. Have you opened it? Have you read it? Have you understood it? The whole Bible is his counsel. Do you believe in the Bible? The book of God's infallible truth. Read the word of God in which God speaks to us. Teaching us, rebuking us, correcting us, training his people in righteousness. It is the book that discloses the way of wisdom, the way of salvation. Fools would not read the Bible. Pretending to be brilliant and philosophers, they are fools. Who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? He is wonder counselor to us. Who is he? El Gibor, mighty God. This means he is a warrior God. A God of war. God's defeat of Pharaoh and his army in Exodus revealed to Israel that their God is a warrior. He declares war against all his enemies and he wins. 
Read the book of Revelation. The death and resurrection of Jesus Christ prove that Jesus Christ is God warrior. He declares war against all sinners. Surrender is the only option if one desires to be saved. The psalmist tells us kiss the son lest he be angry and you be destroyed in your way for his wrath can flare up at any moment. But blessed are all who take refuge in him. Who is he? Listen. Everlasting father. Aviad. This title reveals that Christ's paternal care for his people. His royal subjects is eternal. And so never ends. Isaiah says, but you are our father, you, O Lord, are our father, our redeemer from of old is your name. As a father, he has compassion on his children, on us. He never stops loving us. Who is he, sir? Prince of Peace, Sar Shalom. Jesus Christ is the prince who defeats all his enemies and ushers in the kingdom of righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Peace, prince, comes after war. His war is not a win-win situation. Jesus wins and all his rebel enemies lose for all eternity. They go into eternal punishment. Jesus Christ is our peace. He made peace by his atoning sacrifice with God and with us. And he comes to proclaim peace through the gospel to all who surrender to him. And then we read of his government and his peace. There will be no end. But understand the order of his government and peace. His peace comes only to those who welcome his government. Those who truly confess Jesus is Lord. Who is he, sir? He is the shepherd. Micah 5 verse 4, we read, He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, and they will dwell securely. The people of God will dwell securely. He is no hireling shepherd. He is the good shepherd who laid down his life for them. So the Lord is our shepherd and we shall lack nothing and we shall fear nothing. Angel Gabriel was sent not to the emperor Caesar Augustus in Rome or to King Herod in Jerusalem. He was sent to the poor Mary He was sent to the despised shepherds with the good news of great joy. And so you read in the Bible, 
Brothers, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. He chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. The gospel comes through his messengers to the foolish to the weak, to the lowly, to those who are zeros in this world, to the stinking shepherds of this world because the mighty does not need this Jesus to save them. They trust in their power, their nobility, their brilliance, their philosophy, their beauty, and their money, and their youth. And they go to hell that Jesus himself has prepared for them. But to the shepherds he says, Don't be afraid, poor shepherds. I bring you good news of great joy for you and all the chosen people of God. Today in the city of David is born a Savior, your Savior, Christ the Lord, promised long ago by the holy prophets. You will find him. Laid in a manger, that's your sign. No other baby in Bethlehem shall be found lying in a manger. When you see him, trust in him, bow down before him, worship him, he will save you. Then declare to all people this truth, Jesus saves sinners. We need a savior because we are sinners. We need a divine savior, a sinless savior. Then came the first great celestial birthday celebration. The whole heaven came down to Bethlehem to celebrate this birth of the savior. God's eternal son in human flesh lying in a manger wrapped in swaddling clothes in a cow shed. Heaven came down and glory filled the field of Bethlehem. The army of angels came down. God the Father himself came down in celebration of his son's birth. Heaven rejoices when one sinner repents. How much more heaven rejoiced when the savior of sinners was born and entered human history. The angels sang the first Christmas song full of joy and full of truth. Listen to the angelic song. Glory to God in the highest and upon earth peace among men of God's good pleasure. This Jesus will bring glory to God by his life and death. He will do what Adam and Eve failed to do. They sinned, they despised God. They failed to glorify God and enjoy him forever. In Adam all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. 
in Adam we sinned and therefore we must die. Romans 5 and verse 12. This infant Jesus will bring glory to God and he will bring many sons of Adam to glory. This one will fulfill all righteousness. He will obey his father actively and passively by his death on the cross. He would say, therefore, I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. On the cross he cried out, tetelestai, it is finished. The work of redemption is done. And his father said amen by raising him from the dead. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace. Shalom. Salvation to all who are God's chosen ones. Friends, Jesus Christ is the prince of peace. He achieved peace by destroying the enmity between God and man and man and man by his death on the cross. Now peace to all who surrender to Jesus Christ. Peace to all who receive his grace as Mary received grace. Great joy to all who receive grace and peace from Jesus Christ the savior of the world the shepherds believed the angelic gospel they went they searched they found the baby in a manger as told by the angel they believed they worshiped they joined the heavenly choir praising god Glory to God in the highest because we sinners are reconciled by this peace child Jesus Now let me ask you the question have you believed in him have you received grace and peace from him have you surrendered to him is your heart his throne Have you confessed that Jesus is Lord? Now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. Soon you will die either in Christ or in your sins and under God's wrath. Listen to the angel. Today in the city of David is born to you that is for your salvation as savior Christ the lord Jesus said today this scripture is fulfilled in your ears to the great sinner Zacchaeus Jesus said today salvation has come to this house to the praying and dying thief on the cross Jesus said Today you'll be with me in paradise. Jesus is the friend of the publicans, sinners, prostitutes, thieves. Friends, he opposes the proud and gives grace and peace and great joy to the poor, to the humble. Let us pray. 
Enable us, O Lord, to bow down and worship Jesus Christ, our Lord. Enable us to surrender our heart and mind, our will, our everything to this King of kings and Lord of lords. Jesus Christ demands no sympathy from us but surrender. And help us, O Lord, to do just that. And join with the shepherds in great praising and rejoicing. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.